This is a presentation of Dawn Forge Productions. You're listening to All Things Azeroth, episode 717, I'll Be Home for Wintervale. Today's sponsor is Audible. Get a free audiobook download at bit.ly slash ATA Reads 2020. That's bit.ly slash ATA Reads 2020. Nearly 500,000 titles to choose from for your iPod or MP3 player. Today's show is also brought to you by ExpressVPN. Protect your online activity today and find out how you can get three months free at tryexpressvpn.com slash expressata2020. That's T-R-Y-E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N dot com slash expressata2020 for three months free with a one-year package. Visit tryexpressvpn.com slash expressata2020 to learn more. Coming to you from the exotic land known as Canada, eh? You're listening to another episode of All Things Azeroth. Now we present your awesome hosts, the always stalwart and honorable Maedros, the commander of the fell and master of demons, Death, the non-vegan meat shield, my warrior brother, Toasty, and the high priestess of the Everlight, Owie. She ain't from Canada, but it'll work. It's the internet. Just go with it. They are bringing you your news from the world of Warcraft. This is All Things Azeroth! And welcome back to All Things Azeroth, your World of Warcraft podcast. I'm your host, Medros, and with me I have Allie. Hey, Allie. Hello. Hi. How are, how are you doing? I am glad to be here. I am glad for the holiday week coming up. It's going to be a shorter, shorter week at work, which is... Lovely and very welcomed. So I'm doing pretty good. Pretty good. And we also have Toasty. Hey, Toasty. Oh, hey. G- glad you uh, took care of that quickly for me. Thank you. I appreciate that. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh-huh. Right. <laughs> okay, then. Definitely didn't forget I... to upload the Audible book clip. And was reminded in chat as the intro was rolling and quickly dropped it into the chat, into the appropriate places. Like a boss. You re- rectified the issue with a stunning speed. <laughs> I much appreciate What are you that. talking about? There was no issue. I don't know what you're talking about. That's definitely not what happened. <laughs> yep, and I totally, totally have never enjoyed uh, Torghast, right? Oh, no, wait, wait, right, wait, wait. No, you've enjoyed Torghast. Right? Right. No. Oh, so you did forget the book pick then? Right, okay. No, you, no. I'm saying unlike, unlike what happened with you enjoying Torghast, <laughs> the thing we we are talking about that I may have forgotten to do before the show did not happen. Oh, okay. All right. I'll, I'll remember this. Don't worry. So, uh, Toasty, how was your weekend? Wow. Oh, the weekend wow was really freaking good. Actually, we 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 did the rating thing. I'm gonna let Ali talk about it this week. Oh, okay. Uh, but we had a lot of fun there, suffice to say. Uh, um, and then I, uh, I, I did my Torghast runs. I actually managed to get Layer 5. Like, I thought I wouldn't be able to manage Layer 5 without grouping up. Nice. But I got, I, I got lucky with my, with my anima powers and all that. Plus, they, there were some adjustments made to Torghast. So that might have something to do with it as well. 
but yeah, got my layer fives done. Didn't have time to do layer six because I did most of my Torghast runs over the weekend. And uh, I had to do other things over the weekend, like doing all my mythics. So I ended up doing that on Sunday. Did my mythics for the weekend event thing. Did one mythic plus and just three regular mythics. Um, the mythic plus was going very, very well until we got to the last boss in Mr. Turn of Scythe. See, when you say until, after it's going for, it really lets everybody down. Yeah, well, I'm aware. All right. Like, we 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 got to the final boss of Mr. Turn of Scythe with about, I want to say around 12 minutes left. So, theoretically, plenty of time to time it. Um... Yeah, and it all came crumbling down after that. Uh, the people, people, like I, I, like people were kind of slow, myself included, on taking care of the parasites, or and sometimes the interrupts were weren't uh, done in time, so somebody got ended up getting mind control. There was a whole thing, so we ended up wiping enough times to knock our counter down. So we ended up just overtiming it. Oof. And, like, we killed the boss, the timer ticked down, but we didn't have enough trash to to mark the key as complete. Because I missed a turn of sight, the intention is there's a, an additional trash pack beyond the boss that you can kill, and that's what we were planning on doing. But yeah, the, the wipes did not help, so it didn't end up timing that, unfortunately. But it went significantly better than the last Mythic Plus I attempted in, like, post-Shadowlands. Instead of 60-plus wipes, uh, 60-plus deaths, sorry, uh, there were only three? So, you know, not terrible. Not great, but not terrible. Uh, yeah, then we just cranked out a bunch of uh, Mythic Zeros. I was trying to, I, I steered, I steered my group towards doing Necrotic Wake because those quests you pick up from the brokers underneath the inn, um, I, both happened to be leading me to a single dungeon. Like, okay. I love when that happens. Yeah, yeah it was, re it was really great. So we went to Necrotic Wake and cranked it out and we got to the last boss and I'm like, wait a minute, why didn't the item drop? And then I looked at my quest again, like, oh, I'm in the wrong Bastion dungeon. Oh, toasty. Luckily, it was our second run of the night. So, and the group was was together to complete all four. So we just went off, we just went okay. over to, to Spires, Spires. And we were good. Yeah. Even picked up a healer along the way that stuck with us for the entire run. Like, she came along Nice. They came along for the first mythic. Like we're we're just gonna do all four. You wanna stick? You wanna stick it out with us? And they were like, "Great, yeah." So then we had a t we had a tank and a healer and a DPS, which made it really f quick to fill all those groups. That's great. And the 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 reward I got from that was the neck off was the heroic neck off huntsman. So that that was nice. Unfortunately, it's been fixed so that I can't tame a feral druid anymore. But you know what? Whatever. That's okay, I guess. 
uh, yeah, that, that, that's it for my week. Uh, Ali, how was yours? It was good. Oh my goodness. So, for Raid, since it's my, my week to talk about it, we did Heroic Shriek Wing, which was interesting. I think we pulled it for about an hour and a half before we finally beat Correct. it. Roughly? Yep, yep. I think it's just one of those things where some people have the gear, some people don't quite have the gear for a heroic boss, so the health pools were a little low and trying to get you some new mechanics and maybe even still, you know, shaking the dust off after being off of raiding for so long. But we got it. And I was one of the lucky people who got an item from it, which was pretty nice. I got a cloak. That felt pretty good. Yeah. Other than that, we are five of ten. So we're, you know, slowly making our way through and getting people gear and just working through it as a team, which is really cool. It's it's interesting with these fights and some of these mechanics. It definitely requires a lot of teamwork. It's not just a, you know, here's the mechanics. Don't mess up. You know, when you take uh, Sun King, for example, the DPS have to do their thing, but then the healers definitely have a very specific job and they have to work together to make that all work. And it's the the amount of teamwork is is really interesting in this raid, but I'm really enjoying it. Oh, and we got Sun King by the skin of our teeth. Oh my gosh. There was what, like three or four people alive, I think. Yeah. Yeah, it was not a clean kill, but we got it. <laughs> and I will take it because that fight... That's, that's a long fight. I run out of mana about halfway through and then I'm just scrambling to get it back mm. because it's just between all the damage going out with all the ads being up and then we're also trying to kill, uh, kill, trying to kill. I'm so used to killing that. Is it, it's probably, is it a spoiler to talk about who it is? We, we've mentioned it last it's week. safe right now. Okay. I can't remember if we did or not. I'm used to killing Kael'thas, not healing Kael'thas. But uh, healing Kael'thas. Wait, you have to heal Kael'thas? You have to save him? <laughs> you sure that's do. That's wrong. That's just wrong. <laughs> so it, it takes a bit. Um, that's, that's a rough fight from a healer perspective. But we, we did it. So clean or not, I will take it. Yeah. Yeah, it was... You know, we, when we got it down, it was, I was super stoked with it. You know, like, it was finally a lot of things just lining up correctly for us. Yeah. And we finally yeah. managed to get it down. And I was awarded with 35 animals. <laughs> I can't remember if I got loot off of that boss or not. I really don't remember. Anyways, other than that, just, you know, uh, Torghast. I completed... Was it layer 5 or layer 6? I think I completed layer 6. Okay. With a friend last Friday, so that was really cool. And then, you know, doing my callings and did my four, my four mythics as well. And I'm enjoying the little, like, drip feed of content in terms of story and lore. You know, when you get your Covenant's Renown up, you get, like, the new little mini quest line that gives you a little bit more story. Mm -hmm. And then you go another Renown up and you get a little more story. Like, I'm... Part of me wants it all right now because I like that kind of stuff. But I'm actually really enjoying it. It's just a nice little, you know... Get a little bit here and there, it just kind of keeps you going. I'm, I'm really enjoying that. What, I, what, I, what? I, oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. What, I, what I like about the way content's being delivered right now is, yes, like I'm, 
I'm not. There's no denying that it's a time gated thing. It's absolutely time gated. Yeah. Yeah. But it's time gated at a predictable, at a predictable interval. Like this is we're used to time gating being like reputation or, uh, or something along those lines. But you know, if as long as you're maintaining the renown that you that that's available to you every week, and even then, not so much because there's catch up mechanics for, available to, for that. Yeah. Like as long as you're doing that, you're getting the story bits at a fairly regular level. A rate, rather. Yeah, and it's... Well, yeah, you're right. It is time-gating. At the same time, there's so much to do that it doesn't feel bad as time-gating sometimes has in the past. Yeah. And I like that... I mean, once once I finally got geared in a parade, <laughs> <laughs> it got to a point where I could log, on, log in and not feel obligated to do something and there's just so many different things I can do that I log in and do what I feel like doing if I feel like taking it easy I'm just gonna go do some of my callings if I feel like more of a challenge I'm gonna go piss off the jailer in the maw or Torghast like I can do what I feel like doing I don't feel like I have to go grind out this that and the other which I find really refreshing at least that's how my brain's taking it I know there's some people who feel obligated to do the anima grind or whatnot, but I feel like we just get anima from so many things now that I don't feel the grind, you know? Yeah, and honestly, with all those systems, anima, the anima grind is the least of my concerns. Yes, we get some yeah. perks from it. Yeah. I mean, updating the transportation network for your covenant would be fantastic, especially when you get to level three and you have that transportation portal available to Ouroboros, because that sucks. Um... And, you know, you, you can buy a bunch of different things with Anima, like the mounts and the gear appearances and all that. Like, if I, I can go the entire expansion and not feel bad about missing out on doing the Anima quest, because all because that stuff is, in my eyes, optional. I realize it's right. not optional for everybody else in their eyes. They have different priorities than I do. But for me, like, I, like I can get away with that. And because you do get anima from doing so many different types of content, it, I don't know, it just, it does open up to do more of what you want to do, what you feel like doing that day. Yeah. Which I'm really enjoying. And I got my frog mount, finally. My, my gulper, whatever his actual name is. Oh, you got frog I just, I got, yep, yep. So I'm pretty happy with that. And I still am madly in love with Ardenweald. And overall, just really, really enjoying the expansion so far. Good to hear. But, yeah, yeah, enough of my rambling, because I could do that for a while. How about you, Medos? Well, I actually have a question for you guys. So, I recall when uh, when the expansion was still in beta, and there was some question about whether they would be doing... Um, basically locking into how many times you could run Torghast in a week kind of thing. There was a lot of people who were like, I would be happy just to play Torghast, just be able to run Torghast even if I got nothing out of it. It's just that much fun. Do you know anybody who's actually done that in this expansion so far? Me. So you, I've done it. You guys have run it even though you get nothing out of the run. Yeah, um, in week one, when we only had, what, three layers available, right? We had a limited amount of layers available in week one. I continued to run it after I maxed out the layers and got the soul ash for the week. Okay. I just, I, 
Yeah, if it, it like there's been a couple times where I've already done it for the week, but I have a friend that wants to do it or my husband wants to do it, I'm more than happy to go with them again because I really like it. Okay. I, I just I I haven't done it, so I wasn't sure um you know if if on actual release, if people were seeing that kind of experience of being willing to do something that gave, gained them nothing uh, simply because it was fun. Because a, a lot of times in the game, in the last, you know, decade or two, uh, or feels like a decade or two at least, uh, that has been around, I, I feel like there's been a lot of times where people are like, well, why would I do that? I'm not getting out of it. And I wasn't sure if that was actually something that people were, in fact, actually doing at this point. But you do gain something. You gain fun. Okay. You gain entertainment. Okay. <laughs> I don't disagree with that. I understand the logic and the the, 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 the... I understand that argument. However, you also know what I'm talking about, and that and that is that people yeah. are unwilling to do content that doesn't gain them something that helps them in the game. Yeah. Um, whereas I feel like early on in the game, hey, I'm hanging out with my friends, playing this really fun game... And having a blast was plenty for most people. Right. And I feel like that has uh, significantly changed over the years. Uh, especially when it came down to, oh, we have to optimize our gameplay and make sure that we're only doing stuff that's important and yada, yada, yada. So I just wasn't sure if that was actually something that people were actually doing compared to what they were saying they were going to do in beta. I mean, so. what, 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 I, what I've been noticing lately... And uh, I'm not sure if Ali has has noticed this either. Has noticed this as well, sorry. But like, even within our group, within our guild, like, I you see people who are constantly running Mythic Pluses and and whatnot, and they're more than willing to hop into another Mythic Plus with somebody else just because they have fun doing it. They have fun challenging themselves with it, even though they're probably not, they're, even though they're not getting anything from it because they've either already done the dungeon or they've already completed higher keys um, in, like, in, like previously in the week. They just enjoy doing it. So I'm, I am noticing at least in our small group that there's there's, a, there's at least a good chunk of the, there's a good chunk of them who are just doing the content because they enjoy doing it and not, and not for the purpose of progressing in terms of gear or whatever. Yeah, I, I'm glad to hear that. I'm glad to hear that the the hope and and the desire for what Torgas could be did end up playing out in a in a good way for players. So it was just kind of something I was curious about since I, I was remembering re this week that there was a lot of people who were saying, "Oh, I'd love to play Torgas all the time, even if I'm not getting out of it." And those words are easy to say, less easy to live up to. Like I said last week, for me, Torghast feels that roguelike, that roguelike hole in my heart that I don't have time to play anymore, because I I feel like I should be playing well more. So because now that there's a roguelike in the game for me to play, like, yes, please give me that. Okay, I I don't know what you're referring to. Sorry, a, a roguelike? Yeah, I don't know what that is. So roguelike is a genre of game where you're in a procedurally generated. A dungeon, 
and throughout the dungeon you're gonna create you're gonna collect various powers and whatnot to augment your abilities or whatever Okay. And those and those and those augmentations typically are only present for that run. So if you do, if you reach your allotted number of deaths before you reach the end, you lose those powers and you start over again. Now the fun in that is you get different combinations of powers and you see how they work with each other and you can try some crazy builds just for the fun of it. Okay. And and the and the other fun in there is like while you'll come across different enemies and all that, sometimes you'll there'll be different combinations of them or whatever. So, on your subsequent playthroughs, it won't be the same thing. So, that, and so that's basically what Torghast is. Okay. Yeah, I just wasn't sure what that term meant. Sorry. Oh, that's fine. I'm happy to explain it. <laughs> it's it's well, one of my favorite genres of games. Fair enough. Uh, so my week, uh, now that I kind of got that tangent out of the out of the way, uh, my week was pretty good. Uh, got my Demon Hunter up to 56. Uh, and then I was like, well, okay, I see that my my XP bar is fully blue. And that means that, on, on my Druid at least, my XP bar is fully blue, so I know that that means I'm fully rested or, or I have a full level of rested XP there. But how much rest XP do I really have? So I went online and I found a macro to show me how many bubbles of rest XP I have on any particular character that I'm logged into at the time. Found out that I my druid was fully rested, uh, my demon hunter was not, and therefore I decided I was going to go through and uh, play my druid for a bit and let my demon hunter rest so he get a full rested XP. Um which was exceptionally successful. And uh, just before we started the show, and, and the show did, it was in no way delayed because of, of this effort, um, I was able to ding 60 on my Druid. No way delayed. No, no way. No, way. no not, nope. I, would never, I would never delay the show for that. It would never happen. Didn't say anything about, oh, you know, just, just another bubble. We I were all about the bubbles. I would never do that. No, no. Like, to be fair, it was no more <laughs> delayed than it normally is. You're not wrong. I mean, I, I was not going to cause it to be exceptionally... Like, if it was, like, half a level, there's no way I would have done that. Right. But, you know, I'm close. I'm just so close. Like, just a few more kills and I got it. You know? Everybody, you got it. Anybody, anybody who plays it on knows this feeling. You just... You gotta work until you... You don't want to stop until you you don't want to, you don't want to lose momentum. There we go. That's what I'm thinking about. You don't want to lose momentum. I get that. And I didn't. So good. That's why I always question the people, especially in this work from home world, who are like, "Okay, I'm going to log on to WoW and play during my lunch break." I can't do that because I know me. I'm going to get into a groove of things. I'm not going to want to stop when my lunch is over. Yeah, no, I, I will like do an easy world quest maybe on my lunch, but that's about it. I won't even do that. If I feel like playing a game during my lunch break, I'm playing something short and sweet, like a Overwatch, like a round of Overwatch Mystery Heroes. Like, that's a defined thing. I'll be good there. There's yeah, no still, way I could get away with playing WoW during my lunch break. I still don't get the lure of that uh, that mode there. It's it's low pressure, man. That's that's what I care about there. Like I'm not playing Overwatch to go to the Overwatch League or anything, or to go competitive. I just, it's just mindless fun for me. 
Well, not not totally mindless, but like, yeah, low low pressure. That's that that was that was a good u- term to use. <laughs> Fair enough, but yeah. Uh, so uh, hit sixty as my second character to max level at this point. Uh, extremely happy by that. Um, it, it's it, as an alcoholic, I always wonder if I'm ever gonna like lose the pull, and I, I absolutely did uh, partway through. Um, Birdie, uh, Battle for Azeroth. Uh, totally lost my pull to the game. And uh, still a little surprised uh, when I realized that I actually got all my characters to max level. Plus some that I hadn't originally planned to for any number of expansions. Because why would I want to get a Warlock to the max level? Right? Um, but, uh, yeah. So, um, still enjoyed it the second time. Um, still enjoying it on the Demon Hunter, uh, and I'm I'm kind of I'm the the, the the methodology I'm using is I'm taking the uh, basically I'm randomizing the order of the um, of the zones I'm doing because they're so vastly different in, in for each zone. I'm finding it easier to just say okay, I'm just gonna not worry about uh, you know. Oh, I have to do it in a certain order. Uh, I'm just going to literally do it however I want to, in whatever order I want to. Um, like the the druid, I went counterclockwise, starting with Ardenweald. Uh, with the demon hunter, I went counterclockwise, starting with Revendreth, um, and so on. So it's it's worked out really well for me, um, and I'm I'm really uh, really excited for how. Uh, how this could go, and and the potential for some really different leveling than uh, than I did on my main when I went through it the first time. And I think about you know character four or five, maybe six going through. I might actually go through the full quest line again just to kind of keep that fresh in my head. Um, but I don't feel like I absolutely need to. So uh, if if that's what happens, I'm I'm pretty good with that. Uh, and then, what else did I do? Uh, I am less than 5,000 gold for a million gold on my mule. Um, which is really nice. And, uh, I did hit Renown 9 on my, uh, on my main the other day. Uh, which was super awesome. Uh, did the questing over there, and, um... Is it safe to, to, to do some spoilery stuff? It's up to you, man. Honestly. Um, like, so you you dictate the spoiler theory and on this show. We like Ali and I just stick to it. Okay, so I will assume everybody will know uh this character is in the game because he was in the afterlife. So I I think it's fine on this one. So uh in the renowned nine story thing, uh where the Forsworn try to take over uh, Elysian Hold, uh, Uther's there, and you have to fight him. I'm gonna say that was hard. Yeah. Um, because I'm a paladin, guys. Why are you making me fight him? Like, like why, why are you doing me like that? Like, come on, guys. Um, I, I still have some hope in my head and in my heart. 
that there will be a redemption arc for Art for Uther, and and we'll see him, um, see him redeemed, uh, find the error of his ways, instead of having to kill him some point. So wait, you're telling me there's another way for me to canonically beat up a paladin? Yes, go Bastion. Okay, which alt am I taking to Bastion? <laughs> <laughs> and you know if you if you quit the quest right before uh, you defeat him you can just keep going through it over and over again do you know that from experience no are you actively trying to be up Uther no because I was going to say but I mean typically if you abandon a quest right before it's completed you have to restart it from the start well don't come at us with logic here Metros, just because that's always worked that way. <laughs> that's a, unfortunately a very fair point, sir. I, I cannot argue your logic here. Um, but yeah, I mean, I I'm I really enjoyed that. Uh, other than beating up both her. Um, so okay, Al, you're an you're an Ardenwild, right? You're Night Fae. I love it. Yes, yes, I am. And yes. Toasty, you are your buddy boys over in Revendreth, right? Yeah, I'm with the goth kids. Woo! Alright, so you, neither of you really understand what I go through in Elysian Hole. So, Elysian Hole's up in the air. But it's not a solid, you know, a, a long stretch solid platform, you see. Have oh. you fallen in the holes? No, in the holes, no, but every time I go near a stair or anywhere that I know <laughs> there's a hole under where I'm going, I, I feel my gut clench. <laughs> And, and like my body tense up, like oh no, okay, good, good. Okay. Oh, oh, oh. I got I got close in beta because in beta, I went bashing on one of my tunes, and I I did I did not fall in the hole, but I got close. Like there's been a, there there was there's one time that if I hadn't hit a glider quickly, there's a good chance I would have fallen. So in Sinfall. Like you guys, you guys have all been to Sinfall at this point, right? Because there's that one quest in Revenger that takes yeah. you inside Sinfall. Yes. Where you have to jump in, you jump into the middle to go to the mall. Yes. So. <laughs> oh, I, I get that totally in Orobos going into the mall. Totally yeah. get that as well. So in in Sinfall, um, like the the way we go, we we traverse floors in Sinfall. There's a mirror that we walk through. To get to the different floors, there's no actual stairs to connect the floors or anything like that. Which, you know, kind of sucks, but whatever. Um, it hasn't happened yet, but every time I heroic leap into the mirror, I have this, like, I, I have this moment where I'm like, what if it, what if I lag out randomly this time? Or something happens that I don't go through this portal, and I heroic leap through it and just end up falling <laughs> through the middle. I can see that happening. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, I um, I, I, I have a similar fear, although not as great. I don't think. I, I haven't been into these holes. I don't know what it looks like and how many of these holes there are. Yes, you but have. I know for sinfall, you've been a losing. I didn't. Okay, I didn't pay attention to those. Oh, to so you holes. didn't pay attention to losing. <laughs> okay, I gotcha. Yeah, like yeah, Bastion stuff. I don't care. Listen, I have uh, when, when I when I set my mind to something, I I 
I pretty much wholeheartedly dedicate my, myself to it, in case you haven't noticed. Uh, Never noticed like, it. And, you like, unfortunately, me. when I wholeheartedly set my mind to something, it's usually for stupid stuff like this. Where, like, no, I won't play a paladin. Or, no, I won't go bastion. Or, you know, it's never anything meaningful with my life. It's something ridiculous related to something that ultimately means nothing. Yeah, I, uh, I believe that. I believe that. Um, yeah, so, uh... <laughs> Anyways, uh, aside from Toasty's weirdness, um, yeah, I, I've, like I said, I've really, really been enjoying this expansion more than I expected to, which I have a great appreciation for. Um, I do kind of want to see, uh, what my DK as a Meldraxxon Necrolords, I guess. Uh, will be like, but uh, for now, I'm really enjoying what I've uh, gone through, so uh, I look forward to that as well. Uh, I think that's about it for my week. Uh, I can't think of anything else, so I'll say that's it. And uh, let's talk about what we can wa- let's, let's cover the week with this week in WoW. Yeah, so this is actually going to be the rest of the year in WoW, because reasons that I'll get to at the end. So, um, Winter Veil is continuing. It started December 16th and runs until January 2nd. We've got the Pet Battle bonus event running from the 22nd to the 28th. Alongside that, we've got PvP Brawl Deep 6. And from December 29th to January 4th, we've got Wrath Time Walking. And we've also got the Fireworks Celebration on December 31st. Now, the reason I'm telling all of you guys telling this to all of you now, instead of splitting it up week to week, is because we're not doing a show next week. We're taking next week off for the holidays, so there'll be no show on December 28th, and there will possibly be no be no show on January 4th. At that point, it kind of depends on how much news decided to come out over the holidays, which, honestly, I'm not expecting there to be much, but we will still be back on January 4th in one form or another. Uh, if we have enough news to do a show, we'll do a show. If not, we'll probably just do a game stream and maybe drag drag a certain paladin into Torghast again. That's actually what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah, a little bit of Torghast fun, I think. I had a suspicion on that one. Uh, huh. Can you know what, Medros? If it makes you feel better, we'll vote on the activity between the three couples. No. <laughs> no. Okay. So everybody in favor <laughs> no. Of, no. of going to no. Torghast for this stream, say aye. Hi. Okay, and as the uh, founder and main host of the show, I get three votes, uh, and I vote nay. I mean, would you rather go do, say, the raid? No, I'm not doing the raid either. (laughs) So, Torghast it is. All right. Sure. I knew knew from the... If she said vote, I'm like, no, I'm going to lose that. No, there's three of us, and I'm losing. It's not fair. Hey. Medros, you had a lot of fun with us last week. Or last time we did this. I did not. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. Well, we'll have we'll have fun again. Well, I'm sure you will. Mythic Dungeon Tour, Manny. Ugh. Not sure about that one. You do not want me in Mythics, man. You do not want me in Mythics. 
Torghast for sure, though. Torghast will for sure be on the menu. Assuming we we opt to stream instead of doing a show. Of course. But we'll let you guys we'll let you guys know that on Twitter and all the usual places uh, what we intend to do on the fourth. Uh, to be clear, uh, ver- I, I I would be incredibly shocked if we have a show on the fourth. Um, only if something very major breaks at Blizzard uh, between now and then that we'll actually do that. So, yeah. Just saying for the record that there, there's a lot likely to be a lot of news between now and then. Other than like World First being completed. Yep, and honestly, it's getting pretty close right now. But we'll, well talk about we'll, that a bit later. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that later in the show. Um, but yeah, I think that's about it uh, for the Week in WoW and stuff. So let's move on to our main news. So um, as we were recording last week, uh, there was an interview. And uh, there's one other one after that as well, it looks like. So we have some interview stuff to go over. The The first one was a interview with Sloot on his uh, Twitch channel. Uh, and we decided last week that since it was still pretty heavily going on at the time we were recording that we just covered it this week. Uh, we didn't want to have to go through the whole, you know, picking stuff out while we're doing the show or delaying the show to get that done. So uh, they did talk about a lot of stuff. Um some of the highlights here, uh, they are pretty, pretty happy with the launch of Shadowlands. Um, there was some instability early on that we all know about. Um, but since then, it looks like it's gone pretty well. Um, and then Covenants, they feel, have been pretty successful as well. Um, and, I mean... There will always be like some some covenant that'll be more power, power uh, popular, sorry, than others. Uh, but they're they have a pretty good spread. They feel and um, thematically and and like basically talked about like there's uh, expectation like you're gonna have a lot more paladins go Kyrian. You're gonna have druids going night fae. Um, and there's other other players that will forego the choice based on uh, spec or, or class and go based on usefulness or, or thematics choices. Um, so th- they feel like they've had a pretty good uh, pretty good selection there of who's choosing what to covenants. Uh, one thing that I, I it was actually I think talked about right right at the beginning of it, uh, or it was last week. I noticed that they'd already talked about this early on in the thing before we went live. Uh, and something that I was very happy to find being the case when I went back into uh, the mall recently, and that is that loud noise when you enter the mall is gone. Thank, oh, thank God. That, that is awful. And, and the, the problem for me with that loud noise is that it ignored your sound choices. Like, I have sounds off. Why am I hearing this loud noise when I go to the mall? Ugh. So, yeah, I was very, very, um, very frustrated by that. So, um, now, this is actually something that I was kind of curious about myself, and that is, uh, is it possible to get duplicate conduits? Uh, So, say you have one, you've already learned it, 
or, or something uh, other than an upgraded version of that conduit, is there a, a potential to get that same conduit again? Um, and I, I'm not quite sure I understand the answer. Uh, maybe one of you two has a bit of a better answer on this. But um, you can't get duplicate conduits if it's if it's learned at your forge. If you're holding it, you can get a duplicate. So uh, the the forge is the thing where you choose what conduits are applied to each of your soul binds, right? Correct. Okay. So as long as you have learned it, you can't get a duplicate. But you could get a duplicate if you haven't learned it. Yeah. So if it's just sitting in your bags, you can pick up another copy of it. So I guess the question I have in my head is, okay, so say I have Soulbind A in my bag, and then I see on the map that there's a world quest for that conduit, that exact thing I have in my bag. I then go and learn it. How does that world quest change? Does it change its reward? Does it upgrade its reward? I'm very curious about that. I would would imagine it just changes the reward. I haven't paid attention too closely to, to how that happens. Because uh, I just I, I I rarely hold on to the conduits. It's part of my part of my thing before I log off for the night. I'll go to the Soul Forge and learn all the stuff. So I haven't actually paid attention to how that reward changes. Yeah. Uh, so I, I did forget to mention uh, an update on my attempts to get uh, loot from world bosses. Uh, second week in a row, I got seventy five gold. I'm thoroughly pleased by that. Maybe? Uh, no, not at all. I-, I look forward to the day where I actually get something you use. Because 75 gold uh, does not cover repair bills. Like the... I don't know if it was this past week or the week before, but it literally cost me 90 gold to get 75 gold. That was last week. You mentioned that last week. Yeah. Uh, I don't think it cost me that much this time. Uh, but it was not cheap to go get that world quest. Uh, at some point, I hope that it'll actually be a net profit to go kill world bosses. Uh, at least getting some loot from them, maybe? I don't know. It's just, it's not a great experience, that's all. That's all I'm saying. Can we just talk about talk a minute about Ian's very trolly answer? Yes, please. Okay. Any plans to add more checkpoints into the dungeon? <laughs> no plans currently. We would recommend just not wiping. So basically, Ian told us all to get good. <laughs> I was about to say that, so I'm glad you did. <laughs> I was ignore I was ignoring that one, but okay. I love it so much. <laughs> it's good. Like we, uh, one of the mythics I did was Plague Fall, and on mythics, there's a couple of different things you have to do that you know, if you don't do it right, or if you try to skip certain trash that's now unskippable that you could skip the first week, uh, you die. <laughs> we did a lot of running back and it felt really long. So I was kind of wondering if there'd be, you know, more checkpoints or whatever. And uh, nope, just to get good, you scrubs. Uh, I love it. <laughs> Thanks, Ian. Much appreciated. I don't love the whole having to run back thing, but you know, whatever. I spent we spent all of Desire Lore just running back to stuff because skips weren't a thing and all that other so we know whatever, it's fine. It's fine. The Nihilotha run wasn't wasn't a fun run back either. But you know what? If we didn't die, we wouldn't have to run back. So 
that that is logical. Yes. Oh, gotta love a control, I guess. Another thing I really like is that they are still looking at tier sets. I like tier sets. I want them back. So I'm glad they're still on the menu for a later patch. And they're just kind of re-examining the shortcomings and what they want to do with it going forward. Yeah, I mean, like, I like the idea of tier sets, don't get me wrong. But I'm still, I still want the class-specific ones. Yeah, I would prefer the class-specific ones. I miss a distinct warrior look. I miss... Like, the distinct class looks were always very good. Well, not... Okay, I'm not going to say very good, because not all of them were good. But it's better than trying <laughs> to make... It's, it's better than trying to make one theme of, of armor work for four classes. Especially when you look at the... When you look at some of the classes that share the same armor type. For plate, you got warriors, paladins, and DKs. Those are all three very different aesthetics. And making a single plate set work for all three um, doesn't work very well. Fair enough, fair enough. This confuses me a little bit. So they mention here, or he mentions, that uh, prison quarters will be account-wide, will be unlocked through the weekly Bulwark quest chain. Um, I don't recall having done any quests for Bulvar in, like, a while. So all the quests from Bulvar involve you having to go to Torghast. Never mind, then. Yes, I'm still that much against our guests, our guys. Which I don't understand. I, I don't understand because you had, I mean, despite how much you actually you, you said you didn't enjoy it, you actually had fun with it when you ran it with us. Is it just you don't want to go through it by yourself? You just or you or you just had fun because you know it was the three of us going through it together, and you know playing I, this I, game with friends is just inherently I, fun. I did have fun with my friends, yes. Okay, no, that's okay. That that's a fair answer then. Um, I okay. Being honest here, completely un, undeniably honest here. Uh, I when I did go through Torghast to rescue Bane and stuff, uh, and oh, I also did unlock the Rune Carver this week, this week as well. Okay, uh, as nice. As well. Yeah. Um. I did not enjoy as much on Paladin as I did on Demon Hunter. Oh, oh interesting. Um, I, I didn't find that the uh, experience was as interesting. Like I, I didn't find that the um, the anima stuff you get was at all interesting for Paladins. It it, it was basically just like crit stuff. Like, and I, I understand that's because. In a lot of ways, um, the the fun behind playing a demon hunter uh, is not there on a paladin. Um, like okay. You don't have the, the the swooping thing. You don't have the fell rush. Uh, there's lots of things you don't have as a uh, paladin that you have as a demon hunter that makes that as much fun as it was. So um, I'm curious how it'll be as a druid. If I go through it, um, which I likely will to at least unlock the Rune Carver and rescue Bane from his imprisonment. Um, but yeah, I, I just, it was not as fun, as much fun as I would have liked it to be. And uh, I didn't uh, I didn't enjoy it as much as I had hoped it would on, on my Paladin. Okay. Um, See, that's okay. Because I, I, like, 
honestly, I've been I've been wondering that. It's like since since we since, since this whole running joke has started, <laughs> like why why are like I'm wondering why you haven't been enjoying Torghast as much? Because the one time we did it together, you ha- you seem to enjoy it a lot. Yeah, if it come if it's coming down to something like that, I can I can understand why it would be frustrating because I know somebody uh, it was it was a sniper in like Ali's husband who in the first couple of weeks of Torghast it didn't seem like he was enjoying Torghast that much I, I, I haven't seen him being super vocal about it lately so I'm not sure if that's changed but I know he was not having fun with Torghast initially because like the powers did not the, 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 the powers were not adding to the fun of it yeah uh, and there's, okay. I mean, there's a lot of things about this game that if it's not fun, it, it's kind of a bummer. Oh yeah, uh, absolutely. Especially if something as big as Torghast is meant to be for for the players. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I, I hate to say it, but uh, I don't think they did a great job on the Paladin abilities for Torghast. Well, luckily they did talk about some changes they're hoping to do on Torghast um, in the other interview. So we'll talk about that after we get through this. Yeah. Um, uh, any any other standouts from this interview for you guys? Uh, I do. F- I kind of feel I agree with some of the stuff about um, the uh, mission table. Uh, I, I don't feel like I feel like Bastion is missing something. I I, I think it's the fact that there's no healer in in the group, uh, and I think that others from what I've seen from folks, uh, do have that as a, a, a type of... Um, Adventure? Yeah, whatever, whatever it's called. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, I think that Kyrian needs that in order to make uh, that a, a valid option for, uh, for doing mission tables. I mean, I haven't failed any mission tables yet. Um... I've had some some uh, some folks faint, but I've never lost anybody uh, or lost okay. a, a mission so far. Um, I do wonder. Uh, maybe you guys know this. Is there a level limit on your soulbinds or, or the, the champions? I guess is the best way I can call them. Oh, the adventurers? Not. I'm. I'm not sure. I haven't hit. I haven't hit that. Cap I'm up yet. to 28 on mine, and I'm like, I don't know if there's like a limit here or like if I should just. Be, keep going. Like, I don't know what the benefit is on that. I don't know. Well, I I I, I, I look at you guys for this master information. Jeez. <laughs> well, if you're looking to us for an interest towards the, the mission table, I think our attitude towards the mission table over the past two years should have been an indication that it's not high on our priority list. That's a fair point. Like I, I do mission table. Like here's my here's my participation with mission tables. This expansion, I log in, I do the tape, I, I just slap troops in, and continue doing the rest of the thing. And I don't check in on it until I log in the next time. Yeah, there's not like a huge amount of usefulness to them. No, you mean you can get, you can get. Like I think five, five or six, five anima items. I'm like okay, cool, thirty anima. That that was that was a great use right there. Yep. 
mean, at first I was doing it to get some gear because like there was some gear options that were a bit better than what I had available to me. Yeah. But now, but now I outgear those rewards, so don't even bother doing that anymore. Uh, Ali, anything else standing out to you from this interview? Not really. I think uh, we've already kind of touched on it. All right. So the second interview, uh, I think, it was also done by uh, by Ian. This was with Polygon. Um, it's a it looks like, it looks like a fairly lengthy interview. So, uh, reader beware, I guess. I guess the question, to try and understand what the, I guess they asked, what's the problem with Torghast? Because uh, it is Torghast based. Um, and they said that solo tanks and healers were dominant in Torghast. Uh, so they did some changes. Um, and they didn't, play, play, didn't prepare them for player behavior on live servers where players were hopping into layers they weren't geared for just to get Solash. Uh, players are able to tell a mythic raid is out of reach due to their gear to the gear drops. Torghast has no such metrics, unless it was a communication issue. Um, I mean, I, I get. I think that th- that big thing coming up for you when you died too much is probably a pretty good example of a message that you should not be there. <laughs> well, I mean, yes and no. Uh, for me, like at least the way I would approach it is like maybe I had the wrong combination of anima powers because I've definitely. Like in the example I provided this week versus last week, I last week I didn't think I'd be able to complete a, a layer five without getting more geared up or without grouping up, right? And it definitely it, it, def- it definitely turned out to be like I didn't I just didn't get the right combination of anima powers or something along those lines because I, there was not a huge gear change for me between two weeks ago and last week, and I was able mm-hmm. to clear a layer five last week, whereas the previous Whereas two weeks ago, I wasn't making it past the third floor of layer five. So yeah, maybe the communicate maybe so there there I mean there is a case where gear will be a problem, but that's not always gonna be the thing. And the problem they laid out here is that it's not clear to people when it's a problem of gear versus just the luck you happen to get with your anima powers. Yeah. I, I can see that. Uh, it can be hard to figure out where the problem is coming from. Yeah, especially when you can sit, when you compare it to when you compare it to the content that we have available to us right now, like dungeons or raids or whatever. Like you know, you know what you're geared for based on the rewards that are being given within that type of content. If you're if you're going through the dungeon system and like okay. I, I am sitting at, let's say, 150 item level. You know, based on your item level, that you that going into heroics might be a little bit harder for you because, A, you can't queue up for heroics at 150. You have to be 155. And B, like the, the gear difference is... A, is, is a, there's a significant gap there. So anybody who looks at those things would be able to tell, like, okay, maybe I need, I need to stick with the content I'm doing right now, normal dungeons, before moving on to Heroic. And, you know, the same applies for going from Heroic to Mythic, Mythic to Mythic Plus, etc., etc., etc. And Torghast, like they said, like Ian said in the interview, doesn't have anything like that. Like, you're not getting gear from it. We know the difficulty ramps up in each layer. We don't, like, uh, and we have a vague idea of how much it is, but not everybody... Not everybody is going to be able to put 
those numbers together to try to figure out like should I actually be attempting this or should I should I try to get more gear somewhere else? Yeah. Or did I just have really bad luck with my anima powers and I wish to try it again? Yeah, that's a fair point. Uh, so the goals to try and help with Torghast is uh, the order to reduce the length so it's not an hour long grind, increase success chance, so success rate for specs which are struggling, make powers fun and diverse, not just a stronger version on of your rotation. I think right there, I think that's the problem with Paladins right now. Um, everything just seems like, seems like it's just a stronger version of what I already have, not something that's a fun new addition or uh, a fun improvement on what I have. Yep. And some people, some people will find that fun, but other people, you know, they just want the weird combinations of stuff. And I get that. Yeah. 100%. Um, and also make it clear how hard a layer is supposed to be. Um, Again, yes. Yeah, I, that definitely seems like all of that would lead to uh, a better experience for players uh, going through Targast. Um, yep. Especially those who aren't quite sure, you know, what to expect like it. If I hadn't done it on the DK or the DH in, in beta with you guys, I honestly think that I probably would just think I was a horrible player. And right. that's not a fulfilling version of gameplay to me. Like that that makes it feel like there's something wrong. Yeah, that kind of that kind of disenfranchise people from attempting it. Yeah. Because of that feeling. Absolutely. Um I mean, to me, like to me, it's just now. It's instead of it's it's something wrong with me. I just feel like it's something wrong with my class, which also isn't very very fulfilling. But it's better than always thinking it's just you. Yeah. So. Well, hopefully we see a hopefully we see some of them making some strides towards making these changes a reality. Um, like the first two problems, the first two goals, I feel like have been addressed to some degree. Yeah, with the with the adjustments they've made, uh, but apparently these last two, um, fun and diverse powers, and making it clear how hard a layer is going to be is going to be a more long term goal. Yeah. Um. So yeah, they say that you say that. Uh, goals one and two should be fixed within the coming days, and three and four will be more of a long-term fix for for Torghast over time. So, uh, hopefully, there'll be some improvements for Torghast for everybody. Because it does not feel good when you feel like you're failing. Does that mean would more fun be, mean I would be even more spin to win? Because I really like that build. The spin the spin to win build for Fury <laughs> Warrior is so much fun. I just like, okay. brainstorm over and over. It's bl- it's Bladestorm or Whirlwind. Okay. So there's a combination of abilities where, like, okay, increase damage to Whirlwind. Fantastic. Great. Um, and then there's another ability that heals you for a certain amount percentage of damage. I think it's 80%. Yeah. It's 80% of the damage you deal with Whirlwind. Great. So increase damage from Whirlwind plus healing from Whirlwind means more damage and I'm alive longer. And there's another one where it says when you cast, when you use Rampage, you have a chance of also using Whirlwind. Oh, okay. So if I use Rampage, I'm doing more damage with another with a com- combination of Whirlwind and also healing up a little bit. It's it's my spin to win build, and I love it so much. Com- combine that with the thing that augments the power or duration of your Blade Storm. Ah, so much spinning. 
I, I guess that also means so much winning as well, I, I guess. Typically, yeah. All right, then. Good to know. <laughs> All right, let's talk about our next topic, shall we? Yes. So, as many of you know, we are in the middle of our Castle Nathria race to world first race. Been, been going on for a bit now, and we do have two teams that are 9 out of 10 Mythic. So they're on Sired and Athreus. Is one of the big dumb and guild? No, no. So number one is Complexity Limit. I think they got there first. Number two is Echo, which is the offshoot of Method after the drama of last year. And behind them, sitting at, out, sitting at eight out of ten, we have Pieces, we have Big Dumb Guild, and we have Fat Shark Yes. <laughs> B- both my favorite guilds are in the top five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. I love I love it so much. And sitting yet- at... Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say that sitting at number six is the original method. So they're, they're, they're still in there doing things, but they're not in the top five as of now. But yeah, I have to say it is kind of nice to, be, to see other guilds like Big Dumb Guild, Fat Shark Yes, like some of these other known but not as, you know, popular ones getting up there and, you know, giving a little, a little bit of competition, which is really nice to see. Unfortunately, what's not nice to see is the only Alliance Guild in the top 20 is at 10th, and that's Exorcist. Yeah. And they're only, yeah. they're only 7 out of 10. Yeah, we have a lot of groups that are at 7 out of 10 right now. Yeah, apparently Sludge Fist is not fun on Mythic. Yeah, that's what I'm hearing. Apparently Sludge Fist hasn't been a fun fight in general for a lot of people. I'm yeah. bummed that Strawberry Puppy Kisses are are stuck at 6 out of 10. Poor Strawberry oh, for- Puppy Kisses. I forgot about them. That name cracks me up, so I'm... Oh, so sitting at number 26 is Unwealthy Homeless Men. Unwealthy Homeless Men. So poor homeless guys that can still play World of Warcraft. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, some of these names are kind of funny. But yeah, I was kind of curious to see, you know, if Strawberry Puppy Kisses would go anywhere. And I mean, they're 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 on the list. They're just a little so lower you're than not willing to, You're not willing to say they aren't going anywhere, but you're not willing to say they are going anywhere. Sounds like they're not. I I was hoping they'd be higher. N- they're not currently, but they're still on the list, and admittedly still doing better than I could. So I can't really knock them, you know. That's a fair point. Yeah, yeah. But yes, Toasty, your bit, your big dumb guild, they're in the running. What makes me happy is that big dumb guild actually snagged world first on three bosses. That's they right, snagged, they did. They, they snagged it on Shriekwing, Huntsman, and I want to say Sun King. And and you know the only reason I know that? Because I keep retweeting them? Up my, yeah, because somebody keeps filling up my Twitter feed with big dumb guild updates. What did I say What did I say about me being like a fan of stuff? Like I tend to go all in. You have said that before, yes. Now I have to tell you, Toasty... Because I, I was curious, I just did a little bit of investigating here. Because 
their initials are B D G G and says look fuse like what's what's the extra G there? They are no longer Big Dumb Guild. They are Big Dumb Golden Guardians. Oh, they'll always be Big Dumb Guild in my heart. <laughs> I just thought I'd let you know because I did not know that until just now. So there you go. <sighs> Uh, I, I will simply say I'll look forward to the point when this raid is done. Why, just so I can stop giving you big dumb guild updates? That is definitely part of it. <laughs> well, um, looks like uh, Limit is making some good progress on Mythic. Just before we started the show, um, they got into the secret phase. Yep, that's what I was actually just going to say, is that there there is confirmed a secret phase on Mythic. So I'll be curious to look at that myself. And I have theories on what might happen at the end of that Mythic phase. So yep. we'll, we'll see. Everybody dies. Um, that is not in my list of theories. Well, everybody's died at least once from what I've seen. Because they wiped. <laughs> At least once. <laughs> Maybe well, I've, only, I, I've only personally witnessed the one way. Like I watched that. I'm sure I watched there's the been more. Way. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure there's been more, <laughs> but I can only speak to one. I'm not going to speak on stuff I haven't seen. That would be irresponsible. Somehow, I still, I still yeah. say the hunter could have feigned. I mean, maybe. I'm unwilling to accept that there's not a possibility the hunter is, is a good enough hunter to have feigned, because I've been a good enough hunter to feign, and I suck. But what if they died before that? I guess. We won't know until we see, watch the VOD like, entirely, and I didn't catch the whole thing. I guess. Uh, I saw some people on Twitter today expressing some frustration that uh, some of the guilds doing uh, the World First Race have said they are not going to broadcast their their uh, their final boss. So yeah, echoes that, echoes the big one on that. They they've actually started streaming it now, but they they uh, they 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 started streaming it again. But yeah, for a little bit, just to just to maintain some form of advantage, they were not they were not streaming their progression on Denathrius. So it's basically just to ensure that they're not giving their competition a hint, right? Yeah, and that was the concern with the streaming of World First Races initially. That's why we never saw World First streams until recently. Because nobody wanted to give another group the upper hand. Fair enough. But it's more just reverting to the previous status quo. I, that makes some sense to me. I mean, I get people want to see that. Um... And it makes sense to to have that desire, but um, I mean, if your VOD caused your competitor to figure out a way to do what you're struggling on, uh, I think you'd feel really bad. Yeah, because you went through the struggle of learning all that stuff and, uh, and they just got to learn from your mistakes. Yeah. Well, and one of the things they were being called out for, and I forget which boss it was, I just and this was just I, I obviously don't have all the information, and this was literally just a 
quick glance at some Twitter comments here and there, but I saw a few people claiming that they on, that Echo only learned how to defeat one of the bosses by watching Complexity Limit stream. And mm. then they turn around and then stop streaming for Denathrius. And so I think that whether there's truth in that, I don't I don't know. You know, just a bunch of commenters on Twitter. But <laughs> that's one of the reasons why a couple people I saw were frustrated with Echo was for for that. Hmm. Yeah, I mean that's uh, that's a valid frustration, I think. But we'll we'll see what happens. I mean, cl- complexity limits going right now. They're 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 live on Twitch, doing it. So. Who knows? I think by it's well, we don't have a show next week, but I'm, I'm guessing by next week we'll we'll have a a winner probably within the next day or two. Oh yeah, especially when they get a, when after reset and they have a chance to get more gear and stuff like that. Yeah, if they're if they're this close already, it'll be down in the next couple of days. So if you guys were to to take a bet, a gentle person's bet uh, on who will be the. Uh, the world first on Sardanathrus. Big dumb guild. <laughs> but more seriously, limit. As much as I would like to see someone else get it, even Pieces, I mean, Pieces is one of the names that's, you know, been a con- constant presence in these races. Uh, I'll even take Pieces, but I would like to see someone other than Complexity, Limit, or Method, aka Echo, get it. Just to add, when it's the same winners all the time, at least in my brain, it starts to feel a little, a little old. I mean, to be fair, and Limit so just nice won the see... first. Limit, Limit just got a world first, right? Right, and I like I said, like I, I out of out of the ones, like I definitely out of the the well more more well known ones, I would like Limit to win. But I would also like to see some other name on there that's not you know a common, you know, top three. You want to see an upset, really. Because you, everybody's going into this expecting Limit or Echo, I guess, to right. win the race. Yeah. But seeing the upset would be nice. So It would just, just be interesting. So, Toasty, if, uh, if, Fat, if Fat Shark or Big Dumb Guild uh, pulled out uh, a complete upset and won, how would you feel? Um, huh. It would not quite be on the level when the Blues won the Cup. It would be close. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Because it's, it's, it's well documented through my time on this show that I, that, I, that I am a fan of both those guilds. Yes. I only know their names because of you, my friend. <laughs> it was just... It was, and it's funny because my fandom for them was based just on their names. But sometimes that's what it is. We all, we that's all. Why have I stupid, like strawberry puppy kisses? You know. We all, we all have stupid reasons for sometimes, for especially for when we were younger. Like, why did you like this team? Oh, because it's named this, or because their uniforms were cool, and then you actually start getting into them. Everybody's got a story like that. Like for me, growing up, it was the Tampa Bay Lightning. I like the Lightning and the Charlotte Hornets when I cared about basketball. Just based on names. I remember when the Charlotte Hornets were a hot team to follow. That was a long time ago. Yeah, yeah, I don't. 
All right. Well, we'll see. Uh, we'll see who wins the world first race, and uh, we'll report back next time we do a podcast. Uh, now let's talk about money. All right. So there um, for people in this is this is, these changes affect specifically people purchasing game time in British pounds. So there's been a change to the way you can purchase your game time if you're using British pounds. Basically. Um, instead of the normal 30, 90, and 180 day one-time game time purchases, so not 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 an on, not an ongoing subscription. Um, those options have been removed. So if you're paying for your game time in British pounds, you can you can purchase a single. 60 game 60 day game time uh, bundle for 19 pounds and 98 pence again it's not affecting people on an ongoing subscription so if you're on a one three or six month subscription and it renews after those periods you'll be fine those options are still available to you it's only if you're doing the one-time purchases of 30 90 or 180 days blizzard hasn't said why they're doing this it just those options have been removed if you're paying it for your game time in British pounds. Kind of sucks, but that's that's the way it is. Should be worth noting that the pricing for both the WoW subscriptions and the WoW tokens are going to remain unaffected in this change. Also, obviously, if you've pr- already purchased game time, it's not going to affect what you've already bought. Now, this change, this other change that, that has been announced, specifically affects our Canadian listeners. So, if you are Canadian, the the uh, price of well game time is increasing. So basically, thirty days of game time instead of costing eighteen ninety nine is now going to be twenty one ninety nine Canadian. And and then the uh, prices of these of the bundles are going to increase as a result of that as well. So. Um, 30 days worth of game time will be $21.99 Canadian 90 days will be $61.49 and 180 days will be $150.99 obviously all in the Canadian dollar Um, they did say that actually no they didn't say why they were doing that it assumes it's because of the changes to the Canadian dollar although last I checked it was going up so I'm not sure why the price is going up as well, but you know, whatever. I'm not a fancy money studying person. That's an economist. Yeah, I'm not an economist. I don't know what what dictates all that, but yeah, it sucks. Awesome. I mean, hour and eighteen minutes for that to happen. Good, good, good. What's that? Nothing. Nothing. Continue, please. Okay. <laughs> um. <laughs> Obviously, it sucks. I mean, it's it's an extra. The, the subscription for Canadians is gonna, is going up, and yeah. And, but at the same time, this is the first time the subscription has gone up. So we had a good run, I guess. And I get it's to I get it's because of the Canadian dollar. Although I don't, like I said, I don't understand why this time specifically when the Canadian dollar has been worse at some points. But I digress. Uh, 
Medros, I don't believe you pay cash for your game time anymore. You're strictly a pay by gold, right? Uh, no, I haven't paid by gold in a while. I buy game cards online uh, for significant savings over the uh, store price. Okay. And Ali, obviously, this doesn't affect you because you're an American. <laughs> yes, that is accurate. Okay, cool. So I'm, I'm the only one affected by this. I <laughs> I just auto-renew. Um, I mean, yeah, the, 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 we, we've talked about this before. The, the, the price of the WoW token, of, of WoW time, hasn't really changed much. Hasn't changed at all, really, over the duration of the game. And always expected it to happen. I just never expected it to just be the Canadian one specifically. But here we are. This is the world we. This is the world I live in. Don't really have any other thoughts on this. I don't imagine you guys have much to say on this either. Uh, I, I would just say that I hope that uh, when I, I'm confident it will, uh, the dollar in the U.S. here or the, in Canada improves, that we'll see the same um, change back to a, a better price. Yeah, I don't have high hopes for that. I agree, but I will keep it as a hope. Well, speaking of uh, money stuff and giving money to Blizzard. Uh, so, as usual, uh, Blizzard is having a sale. Isn't that nice of them? Uh, so, uh, a number of different WoW and Blizzard products are uh, on sale. Uh, so, a uh, Shadowlands level character boost... Uh, so you get right to this expansion uh, is 33% off. Uh, you can also get 65% off the special limited wolf wolf pack bundle. Um, you get the digital deluxe edition for Shadowlands at half off. And uh, savings on mounts, pets, and toys. Um, I'm trying to see what this wolf pack is about. I'm not seeing anything about it. Okay, so you get the Vulpine Familiar, Shenzu, the Divine Sentinel, Shadow, and Ultrek Brewpop. Pop. If you already have one of the items, the price of the bundle will be adjusted. Uh, and ironically, the only thing of that that I don't have is, is, is Shuzen, the Divine Sentinel. So I'm really curious what the price I for like you is. Shuzen. Um, I was it's like 11 bucks or something like that. I already checked. Because I, I have all but one of those two. Okay. Yeah, I, I actually... I don't. I don't think I bought that one when I got my money back for the the epic edition. Um, let's see. Going to World of Warcraft and the holiday sale stuff. Um, not seeing anything here, but it's also taking a bit to load. Uh, yeah. So uh for other blizzard games uh hearthstone from now until january get one a uh, one-time gift of five dark moon packs and 500 gold for free when you log into the game free is good it's a nice gift from blizzard and then um they're also discounting battleground perks so there's never been a better time to pull up your chair and try some hearthstone out uh overwatch there's an upcoming free trial overwatch on pc so uh, you can try that out uh with you and your friends if they don't have it um they're also taking 50% off the limited edition as well as 25% off the standard edition until January. Uh, Diablo 3, the Legions of the Burning Hell are about to start have the worst holiday ever because we're discounting the Eternal Collection, the Battle Chest, the base game, and the Reaper Sold expansion 
Standard Disposal Digital Deluxe, and the Rise of the Necromancer, all by 25%. Uh, and they've got stuff for StarCraft II, StarCraft Remastered, and Heroes of Storm. Nothing here for uh, WoW Classic, I see. That's uh, that's not good. It's not nice to the, to the people who are uh, convinced to play WoW Classic. There wasn't really a store back then, though, for digital stuff. Oh, so you think they're they're fully going into the the the, the, the WoW Classic feeling then? Okay. Well, hopefully they uh, they get, make some good money off these sales, and uh, people are willing to try them out. Oh, I didn't include a I didn't include a thing here. Okay. Um, I'll I'll talk about it briefly. Okay, <laughs> it's, it's, you, you do that, man. You do you. Uh, so one other thing that came out, and it's not a huge thing because like they've already sent out something similar to this in the past. Uh, There's another questionnaire going out uh, recently about how you would prefer to see a Burning Crusade Classic server treated. Uh, basically, how would you like to approach it? Would you like to see the classic servers kind of continue on to progress to Burning Crusade? Or would you prefer a separate thing? And there's a bunch of different options there. But it's even more indication that we're likely to see something relating to WoW Classic, Burning Crusade uh, at BlizzCon Mine in February. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I think so. I'd be shocked if they didn't. Be honest. Yeah, the bigger surprise will be exactly nothing. Nothing being announced about it. So, uh, what are you guys' thoughts on that? Um, I believe there should be a combination of of options available to players. Uh, I like I. So I'm I'm I I am an advocate of, of splitting the two. Th- uh, splitting the two the two experiences, having one, having a set of classic servers and a cl- set of Burning Crusade servers, and giving people the option to move their classic, their currently capped at sixty characters, over to their Burning Crusade character uh, servers if they want to continue with that experience. At the same time, I would also like them to just be able to level from one to seventy in that Burning Crusade server as well. Yeah, I think I'm with you on that one. I think having... I don't, I don't know on Blizzard's side of things if that's feasible to give a choice like that without being too much of a hassle. I don't, I don't know what that would look like. But it would be nice if there was a choice. Because some people only want the, like, the true vanilla experience. They don't care to move on to Burning Crusade. That's fine. Like, the way the options are being presented, it's very it, like people are very much coming down on the like, oh, it should be this, it should be this, it should be this. I don't think it should be one solution. I think they, sh- I think a combination of the solutions that we've been presented with so far is probably the best way to go about it. And how Blizzard decides to do those combinations is another thing entirely. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Uh, I think that's about it for the news. Yep. All right, let's talk about our sponsor then. <clears throat> so today's show is brought to you by Audible. You can get a free audiobook download at bit.ly slash atareads2020. That's bit.ly slash atareads2020. Now nearly 500,000 titles to choose from for your iPod or MP3 player. This week, we're going to take one of Ali's requests and listen to How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Then the Grinch said, Get up! 
and the sleigh started down toward the homes where the Who's lay a snooze in their town. All their windows were dark, quiet snow filled the air. All the Who's were all dreaming sweet dreams without care. When he came to the first little house on the square, This is stop number one, the old Grinchy claws hissed. And he climbed to the roof, empty bags in his fist. Then he slid down the chimney, a rather tight pinch. But if Santa could do it, then so could the Grinch. He got stuck only once for a moment or two. Then he stuck his head out of the fireplace blue, where the little Who stockings all hung in a row. So once again, that was How the Grinch Stole Christmas, written by Dr. Seuss, narrated by Walter Matthau. You can find that at nearly 500,000 titles over at bit.ly slash atareads2020. And we'd like to thank Audible for their support of the show. So our question of the week from last week was, Wintervale starts this week. What are you hoping to find under the tree? Uh, Wikibeach says, a trunk in a pot with soil or roots. Oh, Nick. Oh, I just got that. Uh, Judah says, a long boy. Yeah, you, you just got that? Really? Yeah, I just I just got it. Holy... Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Thanks, Wookie. <laughs> Next week's question is, how would you feel if the subscription price of WoW increased slightly? I would feel as as well as I do when it increased in Canada. Badly. I mean, yeah, it sucks. But like I said before, it's been over 15 years and the subscription price hasn't gone up. So I I think my initial initial response would be, oh, okay. Happened a lot later than I thought it would. Yeah, I... I've been surprised over the last few years that there hasn't been one. So while I would probably be a little bummed, I also wouldn't be surprised. All right. And that is all for our news and, and stuff. So uh, time for some shoutouts. Uh, Allie, how about you first? Well, my shout out is to you guys for another year together of podcasting. Yeah. It has just been almost a year since you came on as a permanent host, eh? As a permanent host, yeah. Because it was. Although uh, I think in. Hasn't it been longer? I feel like it's been longer now. I think I think in the shows leading up to it, it like you were, you were, you, like we already knew you were going to be a permanent host. We didn't announce it until the new. Yeah, but was it 2018 or 2019? Because I feel like it was 2018. That would have been 2018. Okay, so I'm just getting old then, I guess. Feels like it's not been that long. But 2020 has been a year. It was was December 2018 when we decided amongst everybody that Ali would be a permanent host. We didn't announce it until January 2019. Right, that's right. Shh, don't... Don't spoil it, man. Don't spoil the magic. 
Ruin the magic, man. I'm just explaining why maybe the dates are a little messed up in our heads. Fair enough. Fair enough. I'll give, I'll give you that. It's been a good two plus years, Allie. <laughs> yes. It's been a time. It's been a fun time. All right. How about you, Toasty? Um, I'm. I've got th- three. Yeah, three. <laughs> so you have enough for all of us. Okay. First of all, shout out to the both of you. Um. Yeah, I mean, you guys are just. You guys put up with my stuff every week, and you know you're you. You've been. You guys have always been there for me to like complain about my life too, which I really appreciate. It, it, it saves me money on paying for a therapist, which you know, a plus. <laughs> we are not licensed therapists, Toasty. Yeah, I know, but it does the job, mostly. <laughs> <laughs> um, shout out to Ghostcrawler. Who I don't know if anybody caught that, but he announced over the weekend that he's moving on to a new role in, at Riot. Where he's going to be making a League of Legends-centered MMO. Interesting. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't want to talk about it too much on the show, which is why I didn't include it. But you know, like that's pretty cool. I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see what happens with that because that has a lot of potential. It's a well-established universe, and with Ghostcrawler behind it, like there's potential to do well. Absolutely. And my third shout-out is to the NHL and the NHLPA, who formally announced over the weekend that the NHL season is going to be starting on January 13th, which means uh, I have something else to count down to. And also hockey is going to come back. But but you weren't counting down to BlizzCon Online. Because uh, I kept forgetting. Mm. Yeah. But, but hockey's coming back, January 13th. All right, very, then. I'm very excited. Really, with an all Canadian division, that all Canadian division is going to be bonkers. We have so many battles of Alberta. Just going to say, I'm not happy with the Canadian division, but that's just me. I get why they're doing it. So do I, and it makes sense. It's just like of the four divisions, the Canadian division for me personally is the hardest one to call. The only thing I can say definitively, because four teams from every division are going to make the playoffs, only thing I can say definitively is that Ottawa is not going to make the playoffs. That's the only call I can make in the Canadian division. Fair and enough. that's no slight against Ottawa. They just have they they haven't improved enough. They they got a bunch of young talent coming through the pipelines. They will be better eventually, but right they're not at that point yet. But the rest of the teams, like it could be, it's anyone's division for the remaining six teams. Go Jets, go! At least your guys' teams won't play too much. I think Allie's and my teams are still playing each other. Oh, sorry about that. My team won't play your guys' teams very often. That's all. That's good. For your sake, it is good. <laughs> all right. All right, then. I mean, Allie's, Allie said it, not me. <laughs> she did. Yeah. She went there. I'm, I'm also not going to disagree. Uh-huh. Who, who, who do you like to shout out there, Medros? Uh, I am going to shout out to uh, all of our listeners uh, for another incredible year of All Things Azeroth. Uh, to all of the fans, the trolls, the uh, audience members live and down by download. Uh, we appreciate all you guys. And 
we thank you for making this show a lot of fun for another year. And on that note, uh, let's do our outro. If you'd like to reach us by voicemail, call 1-785-ATA-WOW5 or 785-282-9695. You can send emails to show at allthingsazroth.com. If you like what we do here, check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash allthingsaz. Join our new Battle.net group at bit.ly slash bnetata. Check out Allie's show at dungeonfables.com and Toasty's stream at twitch.tv slash toastypostycan. You can find us on Twitter at allthingsaz, at medros, at fandeth, at toastypostycan, at aliandrusk, and at donforge. And please check out the other shows from the Donforge network, including Group Quest and Shattered Soulstone. And we'll be back in the new year. So in the meantime, take care. Happy hunting, and we'll see you on the other side of the forgettable and soon to thank God be over 2020. 2020. I don't know why I flipped off my camera, but I did. This podcast is part of the Dawn Forge Network. Copyright 2020.